0: Welcome to another episode of Collective Constellations. My name is Kelly Rowland, for those of you who are tuning back in, and I have a super special guest today who I'm excited to have on. Her name is Pilar Lesko. I just love this woman. I'm so excited to be getting to know her more myself, so I thought, let's share it and leave a constellation. So welcome, Pilar. Would you like to say hello and let us know maybe what's on your heart today?
1: Hmm. Yeah, thank you. What is on my heart today uh Taurus like the 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 medicine of Taurus and um the like like very primal and sort of at this point desperate need and craving for that medicine from me and I think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um and when I say that medicine I mean like Simple, honest, blunt, rooted, like, embodied, grounded. Um, what makes sense right now? Trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because what else makes sense right now other than the earth? Like, mm-hmm. it, it. there's so much illusion right now. Yeah. And so much, like, so many clouds and so many veils mm. um, that it's like... It, it's just it's funny too I have written here like truth and purity and it's just it's god it feels so important right now and it feels important not in like a flimsy way of like I'm gonna go sit outside for an hour but like it actually feels really important that I'm remembering I'm a human right now like not uh like galactic like extraterrestrial like like, (laughs) yeah like human and I can be human and that is the
0: spiritual practice is being human <laughs> mm. so true so for all of you listening in maybe i posted it on a different day but we're actually recording this on april 22nd which is earth day and a huge like master number day and i love that you share that to because it's so true right it's like we can spend so much time i say we it's like this like um kind of like and i'm a part of this like the the community of spirituality and ascension and wanting to personally develop yourself and understand higher states of consciousness and stages of development and there can be these other planes but it's like uh, we're needed on this plane (laughs) just like the trees are needed for us to breathe, and we're seeing that more than ever like fresh fresh oxygen food having a garden having sunlight clean air in our lungs like this is more important than ever so is our human presence upon this planet and that's really uh, it's quite it's like the great humbling is what it feels like
1: yes that yes that describes my morning perfectly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I and i were talking extensively before this about a pretty amazing encounter that you had like yeah, yeah.
1: humbled very humbled and like i this actually feels important to say it's something i came across probably a couple years ago that felt like really important that I, I don't think enough people know is that when you look at the difference between Western occult um, systems and mysticism and Eastern occult systems and mysticism, the major difference is that in Eastern systems, the, the, the goal is transcendent like the goal is to actually like leave the physical plane as much as possible and not mm-hmm. in like a bypassy way. But like, if you look, if it just look at any Eastern practice or system, it's non-attachment, it's letting go. It's like moving into the upper chakras. I was really deep in Eastern mysticism for a big part of my journey. And when I learned that Western the root of Western occult systems and mysticism is actually bringing divinity into the body and into the earth. Mm -hmm. It was like, Oh, that makes so much more sense. Like that makes so much more sense for me as like a mainly Western person, like raised in the Western world. Ancestry is like Celtic. Like I'm not Indian. (laughs) (laughs) And, and my, my ancestors aren't. Mm. Um, And so it's like, that has been the practice for me. It's like, so if I have this connection to the higher planes and and that's something I can access, like my work is to bring it into the body and into earth and in a grounded way where I'm not leaving all the time and I'm not bypassing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And descending power. Like what is it to like totally bring it down into the body, right? And I think that that's... Yes. Has a huge reflection as well on how we start treating each other and earth because even if someone's not like consciously doing the work they can be spending a lot of energy in their upper centers by trying to come up with solutions or make money or like use the mind the higher functioning centers the higher functioning centers but when we start to descend the power down and integrate it in a really healthy wholesome way we start interacting with the world differently we start interacting with each other differently and i think that's like what yeah that's the western medicine we need It's like we're not we're not here to ascend i i love that you say that because i was i actually wrote yes. a poem about this like when i was living in mexico a few months ago and it was like i i can't do this whole chanting and mantra thing like it's beautiful and i love that path of like devotion but i need like my fucking knees on the dirt i need to like get bashed around in the ocean like i need to feel like my body being fully like earthed and anchored because it's sometimes too maybe it's sometimes too easy for me to go out like my medicine is like this this real plane yeah Mm -hmm.
1: i can totally relate even though i'm super earthy I I still know and have been reflected to many times like look you don't need to be doing all of this stuff in the spiritual plane Mm -hmm. like that area as actually like makes like it's like (laughs) for for most people like physical makes sense whereas like probably for me and you it's the opposite like the unseen makes (laughs) sense so our medicine is the physical yeah like it's not that we abandon the unseen but it's like we don't we get it. Like, yeah. we know it. We get it. We're connected. And, like, what's going on on Earth?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe this is an awesome opportunity, for, for you to share with us a little bit about your your own cosmology. You know, maybe you could share with us a bit about your... Whatever stands out to you in particular with your astrology, I know there's the stereotypical what's your ascendant sun rising, yeah, mean, but maybe you fucking love your Venus. Tell us what your Venus is. Like what are your what's your astrology understanding of yourself and like grief and your human design? I think it'd be awesome for everyone to listen in and hear that.
1: Thank you for asking the question that way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um so I have my favorites, and then I have like what I'm really feeling at the moment, mm-hmm. um, or what I'm like really working with at the moment. For sure. I get that. With human design, I'm a projector. That's. It's so funny I say it now. Like I'm a projector. It's like it's <laughs> such a. It's. Um, I think you're similar in that you've been with the systems longer than like a year, like a couple years. I'm at like seven years now with human design and like a decade with astrology. And. Mm. So when I say like, I'm a projector, it's like, that means so much. And also like nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like It's a, it's a big part of my business is working with projectors. And also like, it's so, it's not this black and white thing. It's just, yeah. but it is, it's, it's like, I identify with it. And it's also at the point where it's a part of me, but I don't need, it's, I'm not walking around every day like, I'm a projector. and It's
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of annoying.
1: So I'm a projector. What else? My, in human design, I'm almost all open. Mm. So I have identity and spleen, and that's it, and then one channel. Um,
0: wow, that's an interesting combination, identity and spleen. It's a, that's more of a rare one, isn't it?
1: I don't see it very often.
0: Yeah, me either.
1: Yeah. Um, Cross of Eden, I feel very identified with that um and then natal chart you know i would say the thing that is uh, well, there's two things there's two things okay so they're they're big like they feel big to me one is because i'm a vert because of the point the degree of my ascendant and my ascendant being virgo every single placement in my chart the sign is sitting in its opposing signs house mm. so all the way through yeah. so if I have something in Virgo, it's in the 12th. Pisces house. If I have something in Taurus, it's in the 8th. So that's been really fucking interesting. Oh, can I cuss?
0: <laughs> you can cuss as okay. much as you want. I love it. <laughs> uh,
1: it's That has been, like, kind of insane mm. because everything is polarized by its opposing sign, yet the signs also work together. Mm. Um, and then there is, a in my inner body, there's a huge lack of yang like it's mainly earth and water the only thing going for me in my inner body is venus and libra in the first Mm. but a lot of like dense earth water feminine energy which fire and air are like big medicine for me like i need them i need to work with them constantly or i'll just like sit in the soil forever and do nothing like you just like die (laughs) um So those two feel really big. The 12th house Stellum is in Virgo is just like such a great way to describe me. I'll say like it's, I'm grounded and insane all at the same time. Mm. Um, Yeah, those are the big ones. I, I feel very connected to Pluto. Pluto sextiles my Stellum, Mm. like really beneficial. There's like a lot of beneficial Pluto energy between my Stellum and I love Pluto like so much. I've been living on my Pluto line my entire life, even when I was in Oregon, I was still on the Pluto line, and i just i i i I love Pluto
0: <laughs> well, to me, yeah. Pluto feels like it carries that archaic feminine energy, um the archaic and something about it as well like it's I don't know, when you were describing your the different components of your charts I was like feeling in my body what it felt like and often I'll feel in like visuals or sense and I just imagine you as like fertilizer I feel like you are fertilizer in form of human <laughs> like you're the richest soil and fertilizer <laughs> and I can imagine like the people you work with and the creations you make and the kind of roles you fill like that brings you the air and the fire and you just got this juicy fertilizer that's like I'm ready to like give this all the food you need just come give me the seed <laughs>
1: Thank you. That is a beautiful reflection. I, it's funny. I feel like that all the time, and I also feel like, kind of what you said. If if I don't bring in some other components like seeds and sunlight and like things that actually produce growth, I'm just like, <laughs> sitting in, like, like I'm just like the f- fertile soil, but like not doing anything <laughs> on <about> the surface. <laughs> the way that this worked both in my favor it was like a medicine and a poison mm. because uh, the internal journeys and like the unseen realms and all of that like I'm super comfortable there like yeah. I'm super super comfortable in places that most people aren't yet where there is like medicine is me like coming out of the unseen and being like hello like I'm here and like I have something to say and like, because, yeah. like my preference is to not mm-hmm. like my preference is to be Not using social media, not like share, like it's just not. It's not my preference. It's all super uncomfortable for me. Like it's gotten more comfortable, and it's I recognize that I'm being asked to, but like you know, some like some people love showing up and sharing, yeah, and like love it. And I'm like, I've learned to enjoy it, but it is not the comfort zone for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel you on so many levels, and. That's quite an interesting thing, isn't it? Like, when the medicine is to, and that was something that was really hitting me when this coronavirus started, Like, and not even the coronavirus, but more like the quarantine. And it was like, I was seeing all these things on social media and I don't follow too many people and like follow along with too many things because I just don't want so much noise. And I kept seeing that was like, this is the time to go within. This is the time to slow down. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it hit me. I couldn't sleep that night and I'm like, Kelly, you're so good at going within, like you're really good at just talking away and meditating and doing your thing and like being in the ethers with the angels and out in nature. This is actually your time to like step the fuck up and like start applying some things and like um, you were saying today, like the simplicity and the earth truly, and like that was coming through for me massively today. It's like, yes, Kelly, you can keep having these transformative journeys, you can keep transforming and shedding and transforming, but maybe stop changing right now and actually build something. Be, put something mm. physical out into the world, like build something that's really helpful for people, a course, or write a book. Like, yes. um, actually get earthed.
1: Yes, I love how like Spirit your is like yes, Kelly. Like <laughs> because, whenever I imitate like Spirit talking to me, it's like hilar Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're, it's like this like stern, sarcastic like. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I feel yeah. that.
0: Mine's like stern and sarcastic and sometimes like condescending, but in a sweet Condem- way, it's like... Condescending. It's yes. like, honey, okay, yes. we get you. We know you're going through a massive like cellular upgrade, but like you don't need another cellular upgrade. Like... <laughs> For sure, yeah. Do, you, do your taxes or like... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the, the medicine of the mundane. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm moving around a bit but I just love to follow my intuition and trust how spirits asking to be led in, in this space and to be honest with you Pilar I, I kind of mentioned it before we started recording but I keep feeling so drawn to bring into this space um, for us to just journey into together in mutual discovery and inquiry these entities of Lilith and Gaia and it's, it's kind of along the long lines of what we're talking about but Lilith has been coming in so strong for me and I feel her in the collective but so has Gaia and i'm really curious to hear like your thoughts and feelings and stirrings on what is what is lilith you know this this promiscuous like rebellious sexual opening within us that is moving through shame how's like how is her place coming deeper into our connection with nature like what do you feel is emerging between those two i know it's kind of a big question um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a beautiful question, too. Um, it's interesting. I've never answered it this way before, but the first thing, like, coming to mind is, like, Lilith and Eden, mm. how they're, like, two sides of the same coin. Or not Eden, Eve. And <laughs> <laughs> Eden. Eden. And how they're, they're sort of these two sides of the same coin, and we all like Eve. Mm. Eve is... Eve is when we go camping to recharge and nature soothes us. Lilith is when a fucking tornado kills a bunch of people. Yeah. And we hate the earth and we can't believe that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lilith is... It's its um, how I relate to Lilith is it's like... You know, actually, I can see the name of the book. What is it? The Mysteries of the Dark Moon by Demetra George I love that book yes I read that when I was like 21 and having like my first initiation with the feminine and I remember that book and reading about the dark goddess and Lilith was the first thing that ever activated in my like conscious awareness and experience of tapping into repressed pain mm. like pain from way before me in this lifetime and I remember feeling like whoa like there's so much here that has been repressed in the feminine and like just waiting to be felt like waiting to be worked with mm. and that's how i relate to lilith it's everything we don't want to see or know about the feminine it's like and that it sounds and int- she's so intense i'm not even going to try and say it's like not intense it's a very intense energy um i've never said this before (laughs) i love i I love that
0: that started (laughs) that
1: i was just thinking like i had this feeling of like you're an ambassador of lilith because i like it's not that i don't relate to the more eve aspects i do but i also like deeply relate to the lilith ones and sometimes i feel like part of my role is like embodying them yeah like just a really like this is like a super surface level example but like I have armpit hair and leg hair and that's disgusting to a lot of men yeah and I love that Mm. I love that men are like disgusted by the fact that I have I like grow my body hair because I'm like yeah yeah this is like (laughs) this this is I'm a woman like we do this you know
0: and something about like this sacred righteousness of like, yeah, feel fucking uncomfortable, because all you've known is that you're, you're not here to be felt uncomfortable by the feminine, but guess what, the feminine can make you feel really like fucking uncomfortable, which can actually bring you to such yes. deeper understanding. <laughs> yeah. That's Lilith. Yeah. That's
1: Lilith. And, and when you work with her, you, it's, it's like with, it's like with Pluto. Everyone's afraid of Pluto, but when you actually like orient towards pluto all of a sudden you're like whoa this this deity really wants like to, to pull me into a new level of consciousness for sure like, and this it's the same thing with lilith like she she wants us in our power yeah. but not a false version of power that's like where she'll destroy you like, yeah. it's like where she'll take you down.
0: Yeah. And I see that so reflected in the collective and in nature, right? Because it's all, I, I it sound so damn cliche, but like it's a microcosm. Like we are a reflection of the outer earth. How we're treating each other as a humanity often has a ripple effect into what's happening in nature. And Lilith, yes, she was cast away, but Adam actually begged for her back. But she refused. She was like, he realized, like, fuck, but I do want a powerful woman in, in the bedroom who wants to be pregnant too. But she was like, no, I'm not coming back to you. Like, that's not going to happen. So there is both this rejection, but also this secretive, like, manipulative shady like poisonous desire and I think that that's how sexuality is transforming on the planet right now it's taking it from this underground terrain of like it's either used to be a monetary thing like sex sells and we see it in movies and advertising or it's like really taboo to be a sexual person or whatever it's like only in the bedroom but we're seeing how can we unearth this and see that there's so much reclamation and beauty there and that it's not all going to be like Eve and flowers and apples you know you might get fucking stung by the serpent a few times but it would be well worth it when we can balance out that like warped power dynamic
1: yeah amen yeah it's it's so big the the sexuality piece is huge and there's like so much there there's so much there because it's the way i sort of um have perceived it when I, like, look into the collective and also the ways I've worked with it is it's, like, a hose that's been kinked. And when you unkink it, it needs to, like, spray the wall a few times before it, like, starts working. (laughs) Because... And that's because it's... it There was so much repression and there is so much shit to work out. So it's it's also... um, It's funny. Anytime I get asked about sexuality and sensuality, I it just feels so deeply correlated to the earth for mm. me. Like, it, it it does. It's like, the earth is sexual. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. like, It's,
1: it, it, I don't know how, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but I, for, it becomes, like, very easy to tap into eroticism in the wild and in nature. It's, like, very available, like Eros. Like, Eros is pulsing through the earth all the time. All mm-hmm. the time. Um and i also think like to like take that a level deeper when we work with whatever you want to call it like earth based sexuality there's a purity and an innocence there's like this element that's there too of like this is pure like this mm. is pure energy there's nothing wrong with this i'm thinking about this time i was living on a farm and we all went to the river by the farm and can I talk about psychedelics on here?
0: You can talk about absolutely okay, okay. So anything. I
1: know some people it's like, there's restriction. We, all of us, it was a group of women and my partner, we had all taken these awesome m- mushroom blends. So it was like medicinal mushrooms and psilocybin together. Mm. So it was like chaga, reishi and psilocybin. And it was, we, it was like all of us together and I needed to be naked Like I needed to be naked, it was like very important. And then every other woman was like I wanna be naked too. And we were in, and like I've had this experience before, but I've never had the experience I had this time where we were in this like bubble of Eros, like Earth-based Eros. And then the real world was also like creeping in because like other people were coming to the river and were like stopping and families were like shuffling their kids away from us and like guys were just hanging out on the rocks staring and it like became Mm. this like really uncomfortable sort of like meeting of worlds where what we were doing was so pure like it, it was like wild feminine and then the outside world was like not okay with it like not okay with it or trying to like locate it as like oh a bunch of girls are naked so like they want us to come look at them like come on or like a bunch of girls are naked I don't want my family around this
0: Mm. (laughs) yeah I mean as you say it, I just to be honest I feel like some lyric in me I feel some like sacred rage I also feel some sadness deeper connotations about like the purity like yes. there's so much purity to our sexuality, and yes. just like like a tree, like it would be as silly as like telling a naked bunny to put clothes on, or like a, yes. a flower who's like juicy and pollinating and like literally dripping in orgasmic juice to be like, oh don't yes. don't look at that orgasmic flower. Like it's we've yes. <laughs> been so separated yes. from this, and I think that's you know we see a lot of ravaging on the planet because there isn't no a respect for this innate eros of our being
1: it was all like invoked by the earth it was like the mushrooms the river the rocks it was like just like be naked like please like let your whole let all of your cells like receive this right now yeah and every even even my partner it was so cool afterwards he was like that was really cool like he was like i i forget exactly exactly how he worded it but it was like this revelation for him of like there was so much feminine energy and so much sexual energy like coursing between all of you and i just got to like witness it and also i got to witness it in other women not just you yeah. it, it was like he it, it, and it that wasn't bad <laughs> there was no, that was actually really good that he got to experience like group heroes and like Uh, like be awed by other women's bodies it was like a very important experience for him because his program was like i shouldn't be feeling like i shouldn't be enjoying this and like in this sort of like worship like Mm. energy right now even though that's what he was feeling because that's like very natural for the masculine to go into when it's in the presence of like deep true raw feminine yeah
0: it's healing it's like not even that uh, healing's not the word i want to use it's it's like transformational it's transformational it's medicine it's actually medicine and i've done a lot of like journeying with women in groups of like um like i journeyed quite intensely with a modality called dancing arrows for several years which was about like witnessing women in their erotic archetypes and we did like courses and sharing that and then it's it's been a huge part of my own passions and I see how transformative it is for women to be around that and for any witness and even you guys being at that at that space with families who are kind of like you know rejecting it or people you're sending out pulses to the collective and I think that's what we can realize is like we can make shifts on such a, a small level by being in integrity with our own purity and by standing for our own purity that That space you were inhabiting would have never been the same. You know, and maybe when you left, the people who got there after probably sat on the rocks and were like, Wow, there's really great energy here. I (laughs) wanna know what
1: happened as we were leaving. Kids swarmed where we had been. Yeah. Children. Yeah. It I watched I watched it happen, I was like, they feel it. Like just kids just swarmed in. They swarmed in while we were still there. Like their parents were like, No, and they were like, "I wanna be over there. Like Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's often what's stolen from us as children, right? As children, it's so natural for us to think every part of us is pure. But then this conditioning comes in that's like, that's not okay. No, like, she's got those parts, you've got those parts. You don't do that. And it's like, oh? And then it creates this obsession, which actually breeds, I think, a lot of violence and a lot of secrecy that's not in our service because we've rejected these innate parts of us. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) it's, It's like, exactly, we... There was a point where we never felt shame around any of this. Like, it was just like curious, pure exploration. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very
1: connected to what's going on right now. Like, I. Another piece that feels really connected to this too is we, and like connected to the Lilith piece and the repressed aspects of the feminine, we have created a world where we keep things alive that should die Mm. like it's I've really been like sitting with this lately of like our desire to preserve is destroying quality of life Mm. we're like sucking the richness out of life and I've been like really pondering like when will we feel safe to touch each other again and to gather in groups and will the fear, the fear of contaminating each other, like, is that weighing it? Do do we want to live like that forever? Or do we want to be able to, like, experience life and possibly get sick? Like, it's like, it's, and I know right now, it's like, way too soon to be really asking that. But yeah, we, the, the preservation of life, when if you watch nature that doesn't happen Mm. that doesn't happen my partner and I talk about this all the time and it's always like super uncomfortable to recognize like yeah that if things need to die they they need to die and it's not let's turn them into vegetables to keep them alive
0: yeah yeah I love that you're going here I feel your Plutonic essence shining through and I like want to meet you right there because it's it's so true and yes it is maybe like early times and I trust, again, whoever's listening to this, if this is touching me the wrong way, you've got full freedom to let it die and press exit on the podcast. But I feel that this is really important as well. And outsourcing of our power and our own autonomous choices. Like, okay, so until the, someone else tells me I'm allowed to touch you, I'm not going to touch you. Right? It's still, it's like, well, what about my, like, Taurus? What about my body's wisdom? of like, no, it, it's safe for me to touch you. I feel that. And then trusting that, some people you might not want to touch and there might be a natural yes. dissonance right I, I, this is something I feel all the time there's some people even though I'm a very touchy person I don't want to hug certain people sometimes and I don't want to be touched by them and some people if it's consensual I want to hug them for 10 minutes like trusting our body's wisdom as well yeah,
1: yeah it, yeah, it. yes, this, this part has been really just it's hard for me to even like unpack it because it's we don't even know if what we're being told is based on fact mm-hmm. or based in the reality of what's happening. We don't. It's There are things that we can say are for sure happening. Like, coronavirus is real. People are dying. It spreads very quickly. That's all real. After, I mean, this is a whole other story, but it's I'm at this point where I'm, there are so, like, let me give you an example. My partner is super, super um, committed to figuring out what's really going on, Mm. Ninth house (laughs) Stellum, in Virgo. And it takes him a very long time of digging through the internet to find news sources that are reporting purely on fact. Very long time. And then the other piece here that also feels important about what you were saying is I... I think it was in the Charles Eisenstein article which is incredible, it's called The Coronation, it's like this incredible article and he was questioning the whole like, when are we going to be able to touch each other, are we okay with those of us who have children, our children growing up in a world where they're afraid to touch their friends, or that's not allowed. And he brought in this story of a woman was in the supermarket crying just like bawling and another woman just was like fuck the rules put down her basket and gave her a hug Mm -hmm. and the woman who was crying was like thank you so much I have not been like touched by another human in like a really long time like that was my first hug in a really long time Mm -hmm. and like that woman was going off of exactly what you were saying like feminine intuition and wisdom like this woman needs a hug I don't care yeah yeah
0: Absolutely, and I think that's where we connect back to nature. And again, this won't resonate for some, but if it doesn't resonate, that's fine. You don't have to do it. But like, if I if I'm if I see a screaming child who needs to be picked up and cared for, I'm going to pick up and hold that child because, yes, there there are physical ailments, but love is such a transmutative force. There have been so many cases done, and so many things on foods that carry poisons and toxins that when they're spoken with love and pure frequency and nothing but heart and that divine feminine drive in men or women it transmutes it transmutes and i think that that's like a huge way that we're being empowered in this time apart to like choose for ourselves like how do we want to live who do we want to give our power to who's making our choices and that's a pretty good question for a lot of people to ask themselves. And sometimes it's easier to, to just turn off and go to sleep. But I don't yes. think we're going to be able to go to sleep this time. Um, yeah,
1: it's... I'm really glad we went here because it's, like, really tempting to sort of just hang out in, like, the higher dimensional perspectives.
0: <laughs> mm, all like, we're having a mass awakening and it's all yeah. just going to get better. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, new earth. We're all moving to new earth cold like, earth is dead like it. like it's it's not that i can't get down with that and it's not that i don't feel the higher dimensional perspectives but i think because of today being earth day new moon and taurus that so i experienced this morning i'm like no i actually like it's important we speak to the realities of the human experience too because like i, I keep thinking about this there are children like alive right now this is their childhood yeah that is so gnarly like that is so gnarly to me like i just i think about children i have like two friends who just got pregnant and my first thought was like you like are pregnant during a pandemic yeah like that's in this child is going to be insane like what a crazy soul yeah like oh i'm going in now <laughs>
0: this is my time god kill me in. <laughs> i'm tapping in <laughs>
1: Yeah, and just when, when you think, this relates back to the purity thing, when you think about what's going on through the eyes of a child, I know for me, my desires for the human race change a little bit when I think about, like, there are children alive, you yeah. know, they're yeah. not seeing their friends, they're, yeah. they're not, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the thing, like, and so many loops and sinks from where we've traversed, I, I love constellations like we're just like coming back and waving it all but um this whole like up and out like i want to ascend this like we can ascend this we can ascend this it's like no what's really takes is showing up with what we've got okay what resources do we have what new possibilities can we create together okay so this is what's needed how can we get innovative
1: the like big download or message i like keep tapping into is it's like this picture of like the village templates that like live in all of us, like mm. the, just all of the templates that come from the village, like how the village works and how we can't go back to that. But we're, I keep feeling like we're supposed to take these templates and like move them over here now, and they're going to be upgraded and they're going to be purified and they're going to work differently, but we need to be working off of ancient wisdom and modern progress, modern innovation. Like together, they they can't be separate anymore. Like it's yeah. so funny to hear um, everyone I talk to. I mean, which it hasn't been a lot of people, but, but everyone in my field right now, the the deep primal draw is to like yeah. I'm just spending a lot of time outside. Yeah, I'm just drinking a lot of water. Yeah, I'm just wanting to, like, make things with my hands. Yeah, all of a sudden I, like, am interested in growing food. Oh, my God, my animals are amazing. I didn't know my animals were this amazing. It's, like, like these very simple, like, village templates. All of a sudden online, pricing is changing. The way we're exchanging, it's, like, I can see it. I can see it, like, creeping in. But then I can also feel, like, and how are we going to anchor it in so that it's sustainable? Mm.
0: These codes resurfacing and then... How do we anchor them? Like you say, how do we give them a space in this day and age? Not just totally. I don't think we're ever going to go off technology. Like I don't, I don't buy into no. the whole like we're just going to go back to the days of bartering, like the Vikings. Like no, no way. I think mean, no. technology is going to get actually so much more expansive. But then like you have these merging of the two. Yes. Mm. It,
1: yes. It, there's and and there's um, there's so much work to be done because like. I've spent a fair amount of time living communally. I lived in a, on an intention in an intentional community. It was a cult, <laughs> but I, I live very like I. I was kind of like living in the village template for like a good five years. Wow! And the issue is, it's not sustainable if there's not a flow of like capital. Mm. Like you need you need money.
0: Yep.
1: Um it's like you could see where all the holes were you could see the gaps it's like for example look at burning man burning man is a place people pay to go to to experience what it was like when we bartered and exchange and then they go back to real life and how like how's how much of that is integrated into real life probably not that much because people pay thousands of dollars to like <laughs> go <laughs> like play around in it and like the question i've been asking is like I've been thinking a lot about in regards to, like, business and money and sales and, like, how we do this whole thing and, like, spiritual entrepreneurship. And, like, we can't all, um, we we all want, we all need money. We all want and need money. Mm. Is there, though, a more sustainable, village-esque way to be working with it? Yeah. Like, and I don't know the answers to these things. And, and is there, it's like, I keep experience, I keep having this feeling of like villages forming online right now. Like I'm, I'm doing that with a group I run where the group is now the projector magic village and we're just experimenting with like village templates online through the lens of business. And it's, 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 um, there's so much to be worked out because there is so much distortion, Mm. like so much distortion in what we've been like told and how we've been programmed in like the way that our mind, like our, our like distorted capitalist mindset. And it's like, I don't actually think when I say distorted capitalist, capitalism at its core was not a bad thing. In my opinion, it's what it's turned into and what it's turned us into by association I just it's like these are just fun inquiries because I have no idea I just know that like the web of relations like where the village lives and the web of the internet or like the web of mycelium and like the web Mm. of the internet and the web of AI and all these things they feel very interconnected like they're not separate we're recreating mycelium right now on the internet like
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Yeah, because you yeah. throw that in, we're in a time now where people's psychic and intuitive and sensory gifts, whether they're doing any kind of work or not, it's expanding. People can spot when someone's not maybe not maybe not fully, but I think people are becoming so much more aware of when they're being gaslighted, when they're being um, like sold something that's not true, and they're being BS. People like are becoming so aware of energy. I
1: especially, think it's important in like our space. Like when I look into like this. I just say, like, the spiritual, magical entrepreneur space. I don't know what else to call it. I I just, my, like, hope, and I, the only thing I can do is do it myself. I can't make other people do it. But it's, like, this strong desire for people to be willing to let go of things that worked for them, that have, don't need to come forward with them. And yeah. it doesn't mean everyone needs to burn their business to the ground. I have to, like, keep saying that. But it does mean that there are we I keep I keep telling people like just because we're woke doesn't mean we're not imprinted with delusion in some way. It doesn't mean we're not hooked in to false templates in some way. Mm. And like we could be enacting those through our business and not know it and we could be perpetuating like a loop or a cycle and not know it because we were like, Well, this worked three months ago, like I'm just gonna keep teaching people the law of attraction, like to make a bajillion dollars a month, and like that's fine. And
0: it's like yeah, I think like for me that's been a big because I was kind of in my own way. I was in that. I'm like I want to make something that's lasting. I feel like I I want to build something that can have lasting value and really give a lot. Now I'm more so in the question of just unearthing more and more. I mean I've already done a lot of work around this, but what's my essence that I can show up for? And how can I get other people in their essence that they can show up for so that we can start turning on the lights? Because right now we don't need more money. We need more light. <laughs> I'm so
1: I'm so glad you brought that up because before our call, I like spent the whole morning after my like slap in the face sitting outside, and I am like I have I ran a course on money. I've done money has been like a big medicine for me. It still is, and there was very strong desires to make large amounts of money and the desires were rooted in like other desires that were exciting and expansive and like thrilling um and i'm sitting outside earlier and i was like i just was like sitting there and i just like had this feeling of like you don't you don't actually need the money you know that right like all that money you wanted you don't actually need that much mm. i could feel it i was like cuz all all i've whenever i like have ra- sat down to do like a what are my desires? It's so funny. It's the same list every time. It's a piece of property in the forest, and then it's, like, chickens, goats, cats, dogs, horses, kids, um, <laughs> running, running, like, bringing my business into the property and having people come to me and, like, experience, like, land-based healing and awakening on the property. And it's, like, very simple. It's, mm. like, property animals, kids. Yeah. And I was just sitting out there, like, you, you don't... It, it, don't need as much money as you think you do to to experience that to like have that experience and it was it was like a really big moment for me because I have been I've been doing work with money for a long time but these past couple years have been like really severing myself from well not these past couple years a big part of the money work was severing myself from the poor hippie archetype which mm. I so did so well in <laughs> good at being like a poor hippie like really good at it yep. and moving into I can be connected to the earth and I can be wealthy at the same time and this morning I'm like sitting out there and I'm like what if the wealth you've been desiring is is actually not
0: money mm, it's not paper
1: no i felt it i was like you don't that's it maybe it's the times or maybe that's my truth or maybe both
0: yeah maybe it's a mixture of both and it's going to keep evolving because money is earth you know like it's it's what it's, it's money is the energy and the value we give it like before it was in coins and gems and stones it's the value we give it and i I don't, by any means, and I can hear that in your voice too, that, that you have a real respect for money. I super respect money, and I fucking love money. I think that um, money is going to balance out a lot and be in the right hands. That it's like, it doesn't have to be our all-consuming focus anymore. You're right, it's like, where is the wealth actually? Okay, so my wealth is in having land and fertile soil and space to hold workshops and retreats and family. And if by chance, money stories and tell my reality, that's the money that I can distribute into places that it really counts, But I don't need to go setting money as my, like, my M.O., (laughs) like my main objective.
1: No, No, exactly. The way I see it is that we all have our own version of wealth. Mm. And for X person, wealth is private jets and private islands and mansions. And for other X person, wealth is, like, for my partner, wealth is all the tools he wants, Um, animals, a property, art supplies. It's like, it's like anything he wants to create, it's there. He Mm -hmm. has it. It's like he can afford to create. I just keep seeing this vision of like, you know, you know, in the space, the people who are like, yeah, like a hundred K months, 200 K, 300 K. I get this vision of like somebody going up to an apple tree and taking all of the apples. Yeah. And taking them all home for them.
0: Yeah yeah absolutely like with money as the focus it's yeah, it just doesn't sit well in my body like in my purity centers i'm like feels a bit icky it's like you got these treasure chests and they're like you're just like sitting on all these it's like the f- if you if you do tarot like the four of coins it's just like the five of coins he's just like holding those coins and he's a bit like you know stern face like don't touch my coins like i've got to get as many as i can it's like it's just not i don't feel it's the way and right it's not about like this hippie thing of like oh, money's bad, we don't need money. We do need money. But it's, like, this yes. this um, disillusioning of money as a gateway to happiness. Money is a gateway to, of security. Money is a gateway of worth. And you notice that a lot of people, this is, like, so many people already have heard this, I'm sure. People who have, you know, attained massive amounts of money, they often find out that they're not happy once <laughs> they've gotten it. Which is why like, move from your... Seven K month to an um seven figure month to an eight figure month to a nine figure month. It's just like, mm-hmm. what's your true? What are your wealth codes? Is that yeah. like you said, your partner? His his hut with his tools and top quality art supplies. Maybe for someone else, their wealth codes are having incredible knives and organic foods. Like, what are yeah, your wealth codes uniquely? And I think that that's something I love about working with the systems of like mind astrology human design astrology I feel like that can really shine a lot on people's how they can really drive wealth in their life like soulful wealth mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I every time I've been um like tapping into money <laughs> it's so funny because I thought I knew what money felt like and then this all started happening and I was like, money? Hello? Like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wait, you're changing. Like, you totally different.
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm
1: just like, uh. Like, there was a while where I was like, I don't even want to feel what's going on with you. Because, like, it just, I don't know what's happening. And the one thing I've been feeling loud and clear is, like, money wants you in your essence. Like, mm. money wants to play with you in your essence mm. and nothing else. Like, which which is like just it's it's there's so much like liberation and freedom and permission in that and it also means that there's a a a lot of us who are tapping into that are probably going to have to let go of things yeah we're not our our essence did not create them our ego created them a wounded part of us uh like a shadow part of us like
0: A term that I use, you know, in honor of us both being love ambassadors on this divine unfolding planet, it's like we're really being forced to see how we've been prostituting ourselves. And it's like, to me, I consider that like soul prostitution. It's like, well, I'm going to do this thing because that gets me money and security. It's like, okay, so you're you're actually prostituting yourself for security. Like, that's what you're doing. (laughs) You're selling your, your soul for a paycheck. You're like, we can't do that anymore. We can't be prostitutes anymore. Of this, like, it's like, how can we reclaim the sacredness of our wealth and really understand what that means on like an integral level?
1: I, I'm so glad you said that. I like this is sticky because there are gifts we have that I believe because of the times we live in, we are meant to be compensated for. Mm. And and this is the one I really notice in regards to that. Just because you know something, or can do something, or read a book, or heard someone say something, or took a course, or got a download, or received a vision, doesn't mean you're immediately meant to turn it into something that makes you money. Like, I I work on this with my clients all the time. People will come to me, and they'll be like, oh, I got a download, that's a new course, that's a new offering, that's a new course. And I'm like, wait, like, if, if you look into any ancient tradition... The relationship to the vision was so important. It was when you re- from the moment you received it, you entered into dialogue and relationship with it. Of why are you coming to me? When am I meant to do this? Yeah. Am I meant to do this? Is this e- is this even supposed to come into the physical? Is this just supposed to be an offering or a ritual? Is this for just the community? Is this for just my family? And it's like mm. we've. I feel like we've prostituted downloads yeah. and visions like we're like oh i felt this and now i'm gonna make it a course and it's like sometimes yes and other like if you just if you again any ancient tradition any ancient civilization esoteric tradition there was such a deep level of reverence for the visions because there was an awareness that the visions might not always be coming from light the visions might not always be meant to be like brought into form like it's just it's like and so we've created this like entrepreneurship like the matrix of it has created this like weird like cycle where it's like oh you got an idea that's something you can make money off of right away and it's like there are so many aspects of myself and my gifts that I know are not meant to I'm not meant to charge for yeah. and some aren't even meant to be spoken about publicly mm. like just not it, and and that's the I feel what you said all the time where I'm like what is sacred anymore if everything is being turned into something we capitalize on yeah like what is left that is sacred
0: and not many people are speaking about that this prostitution of our downloads and this distorted field of like spiritual entrepreneurialism it's like oh, like closer knit like I'm being so drawn to working more in like sacred community where things are a little bit like beneath the surface and hidden and not just right on the Instagram reel like I hear you so much on what you're sharing and I think it's so important what you just shared like (sighs) yeah (laughs)
1: yes yeah it's it's a big deal like it's when I first started like really pondering this i was like yeah this is an issue and now i'm like this is an issue like Mm -hmm. this is for sure an issue like and it even gets it it you can like bring it down into so many different forms like for example like a big one that comes into my field all the time is women just emulating other women's channels or like women getting around a woman who has a really strong channel and repurposing her channel and like repackaging and recycling what's coming through her because they they aren't enrolled in their channel they haven't like really tapped into that Yep. and like it's the same thing it's not like oh everyone who's doing that is so wrong and like so bad and malicious because it's not because it's another byproduct of this weird urgency to have something important to say or something important to market or something yep. important offering or having to and, be someone yes and nature i always am saying this i'm like nature is not producing all year Mm -hmm. like it's weird that you think you should have a wisdom bomb on instagram every day like that's weird to me like (laughs)
0: like, fuck yeah
1: like especially as a woman especially as someone who is literally going through all four seasons in her body in a month (laughs) the way i'll like often relate to this it's so funny too because every time i say this i'm like i know someone's gonna hear this and turn it into a program so i'm like there's a part of me that's like This happens now where I'm like, I know this is fucking gold and I know someone's going to mean it, but I still say it. Yeah. Women, like I always think of the oracles of Delphi Mm. and how in ancient Greece, the women separated probably during their moon time Mm -hmm. to drink psychedelic brew and channel. Yeah. And then once it was done, they brought what they were told to bring to the rest of the tribe or the society or the men or whatever. Yep. And I always think about how women who have online businesses, like it's like I always am just asking, like, how can my business be more honoring me as an Oracle, like just me as an Oracle, which means. I am offline a lot yeah. trying to risk re- waiting for the messages. I'm not drinking psychedelic brew every month to channel, although that would be so cool.
0: <laughs> I'm going to meet you in the red tent. <laughs> but,
1: like, what we're doing is, like, like, it's, like, two oracles just came together, and there's no, like, psychedelic brew, but we're doing that. Yeah. Like, we're doing what women were intended to do right now. We're, like, bringing through codes, and it's not the same because we're, like – it, it's modern now. Anyone yeah. can listen to this and then yeah. what they do with it is up to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's that, you know, that Lilith. That's that not even Lilith, it's like the the higher self, the higher soul is so online now. And I think that's the one that we all have to be aware of who we're answering to. It's like, okay, yeah, I can do this, I can create this, but like, is this actually in service to my highest soul? Not my bank account, not my sense of self, not my self esteem, not my business reputation my soul self, and I, I just love you so much, Pilar, because you speak, and it's just, like, I just feel my body activate, because Delphi is, like, my home, like, I've been there, and, like, like I'm actually on, like, a a room cave, like, social distancing now, and that was totally my intention, and I just love that you're doing the work you're doing in the world by being it, like, you're, you're living the village template, and I feel that from you, and it just feels so freaking good to be around, um, thank you. I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so grateful I'm that you grateful came up.
1: You. <laughs> I'm like so happy we finally talked. I knew, I knew, I could feel like the power of our meeting.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, Pilar, I would love to have you back again for another constellation. Um, but in the meantime, if you want to let the listeners know how they can follow along with your medicine and your oracular transmissions,
1: so my website. I'll give you the link. Yes. My my website is just my first and last name, I, I I use Instagram in, like, a really cyclical way. Mm-hmm. So I have one. I'm not consistent on there, and I'm, like, always giving that disclaimer of, like, I post and I bring things through. But, like, we have reached this time, especially, like, I already would was trying to stay in like a lot of integrity of like i bring something through when it's supposed to come through and for no other reason mm-hmm. and now it's like yes and now that's a non-negotiable like there's no going back on this that's how you have to live now yeah. so instagram and then my email list which i love because i love writing so oh. those three places
0: amazing and i'll put the tags and the handles yeah. and all that below um so people can easily just click it and get you, you. amazing pillow you're such thank you so much for having me a beautiful woman and I'm so happy we did this <laughs> yeah
1: I feel very seen by you You feel I feel like seen by you the way I normally do by projectors
0: <laughs> oh it's interesting because I yeah. have a lot of projectors like I tend to attract a lot of projectors or projectors attract me I'm not sure what it is but I, I, love, I love projector energy
1: yeah you have the like deep sight
0: <laughs> mm. thank you you're welcome well thank you all for tuning into this episode be sure to comment below and on the instagram page if you're watching it here you can now listen to this on spotify wherever you're listening from let me know and let us know how you enjoyed the episode and be sure to check out pilar and i will see you on the next collective constellation